All right, what is going on, GV listeners? This is an impromptu episode because yep. we just did get ghosted by a really big guest. We so sure did. If that episode eventually comes out, you guys know who it is, but for now, the name's staying quiet. It's an yeah. unfortunate day, but we'll, we'll let you know who it is if if, if, if it never happens. Yeah. But like, it could potentially happen after this. But um, welcome back to another episode. We're here another Saturday in the studio for you guys. At yes, this we point, are. we're past sixty episodes. You guys Crazy. are probably almost on summer break. So congrats about that. But yeah. before we dive into it, we got an exciting episode for you guys. Um, Josh, what can they do to support us on the audio platforms? Today, what you can do to support us and every single day as well is make sure to download and follow us on all of our social media platforms. What can they do to support us on YouTube? You guys can like, subscribe, and comment because you know we're in a race with the National Cricket League. And I heard something good the other day. You can always unsubscribe later. It's true. Just subscribe for now. And then it, think about it as an investment. Yeah. You can be in your first 10K subs and eventually we're going to grow. And if you don't like the content, unsubscribe yeah. later. And as PewDiePie says, it's free, which it, is a great price. Dude, it's, that is a very great price. Uh, so we had you guys send in a few. Uh, actually, before we get into that, we have a really cool thing to talk about. That happened with Josh just yesterday. Oh, yeah. Run it. So as many of you may know, or as you should, as you can probably tell, I'm not from here. I'm not from America, um, but I have been here for 10 years. So we stayed here for three years. And after three years, we were like, okay, we really like it here. Let's go for our green card citizenship, you know? Um, so we start the process. We've heard it can take a long time. Um, we had no idea it would take as long as it did. So after seven years of trying and applying and paying lots of money and getting all of our stuff sent back multiple times, we finally yesterday got our green cards. And if you guys don't know, that is a very, very big deal. Came yep. out of the mail randomly because Josh FaceTimes me after we had just gone off a call like an hour before. And I was like, what? And he showed me his card. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. So yeah. drop a congrats in the chat for Josh, you guys. That's a big one. I can finally legally get a job here. Which is big. And so like, finally make money. I haven't been able to get a job for a long time. Neither is my sister. And it's crazy. It has and that's, not been great. Yeah, I was going to say that. It's been hard for you guys. All right. Well, that's a great story for you guys. But we had you guys bunch, bunch. We had a bunch of you guys sending questions on Instagram for us and topics. Sure. And one of the main ones that came through that we heard a couple of times was kind of learning what it looks like to have a relationship with your parents as teenagers. And before we dive into this topic, we're really going to be talking from our experiences because we know not everyone's in the same boat with their parents in that relationship wise. So we understand that first of all, just so you guys know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what do you, what is like, what's kind of like the immediate thoughts on this, on this kind of thing? I think obviously we've been lucky to have parents that support us in what we're doing. Totally. I know a lot of people don't have that luxury. Yeah. Um, I mean, we get responses from a lot of people saying like, how, how could I go after my dreams if nobody supports me? Stuff like that. Um, and it's really tough if you are trying to do something and you don't have the support from the people you want it from the most, you know? Totally. Yeah, no, it's, it's a very real topic. And like Josh said, I feel like we're very, very fortunate to have parents that do back us. Um, and again, we're not in the same shoes as everyone. So I think this topic, we, we touch on it lightly for you guys, but I think the truth of the matter is, I think there has been people that make it in life without having their parents support them. Yeah. So I don't want to say it's impossible, but I think when it, I think like when I first heard someone ask about this topic, like how do I balance a relationship with my parents? Because I get it. There's a generational gap. Teenagers are constantly changing. I think it's actually just having a baseline sense of respect for each other. Yeah. Because when you respect someone, you're willing to understand them. It's true. But if you if you don't if I don't have respect for you, I'm not even gonna listen to you. I'm not gonna understand you. And I think that's where the disconnect happens a lot between the parents and the teens. Yeah. Because I think no matter what, you should always 
try your best to respect your parents. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they've they've given you what you have. Yeah, and whether like, or not that's been beneficial or yeah. hard for you, at the end of the day. They've given you life. They've, right. I mean, hopefully, if they've done what they're supposed to do, they've given you um, a roof over your head and food yeah. to eat. Um, but then I know that it does also go both ways. Totally. Like, as much, not as much, but as the way that you respect your parents, they should also be giving you respect back mm -hmm. in the sense of trust. Right. Because yeah. I know that there'll be a lot of parents who won't trust their kids. Sometimes it can be very valid that they won't trust them. Yeah. There'll be stuff that they've done in the past. Um, but I think a relationship of respect and trust between the parent and the child is so important if you want a healthy relationship. Yeah, totally. And like here, we're talking from the teenager perspective because me and Josh aren't parents. No. And so I think, and I think it, 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 what's unfortunate is that our generation has kind of been thrown in the, under the bus of like, they're just all very, very disrespectful. They don't, yeah. they don't d respect older generations. And like, like we talk about a lot of these subjects, there are teenagers that are like that. We're not going to disregard that and be like, yeah, no, we're all respectful. Totally understandable. But I think with any stereotype or any, any stigma that you put on people, it's like, you have to actually think about the whole group of people. Yeah. We know plenty of teenagers that have healthy relationships with their parents. Yeah. So it is possible. But again, we're not on the same boat. We're not all on the same boat. Because we also know people who have totally the exact opposite. Yeah. And that is, I feel like in this day and age is all probably more likely. Yeah. Like I feel like you hear more stories of people not being as close with their parents than being close with their parents. Do you think that's because it's easier to, for people to talk about when stuff's going wrong, but no one's like, hey, I just had a really good conversation with my parents. Definitely. That's like, something like I, I was thinking about. Like do people, it's easier some, in some sense, easier to have a conversation when something's going wrong because it seems weird being like, hey, I just had like a really good conversation with my parents. Like you don't yeah. hear that, but you hear, yeah, I just got grounded. Yeah, like people, you'll find that you'll gain more attention from stuff going bad in your life than stuff going good in your life. Totally. So somebody, we're not going to name names. Right, there is somebody yeah. who's been in our circle who has tried using bad things in their life as like a way to gain either sympathy or attention, like attention yeah. or respect even. Because when you hear someone's going through something tough, you, you, I mean, you, you, Give sympathy. Yeah, totally. You try and respect them in the way that they say they haven't been given the respect. Yeah, yeah. Um, but how are you ever supposed to know that that's real? Yeah, you know? yeah, no. And I think it's, I think this is kind of how I think about it. Like, take, take the parent out of relationship. Just think about it as two human beings. If I do something to Josh that breaks touch with Josh, why am I expecting Josh to still trust me? Yeah. Think, like... Like, whether they're family or not, think about it with your friends. Like, why can teenagers be friends with teenagers? Because they have stuff that they both like and they trust each other. Like, yeah. a lot of relationships are, like, either, like, significant other relationships or friendships. A lot of it's built upon trust. Definitely. You don't want to have someone close in your circle that you don't trust. I, I, it's not possible to have someone in your life who you consider to be close without mutual trust. It will never, ever, ever work. Yeah especially in relationships like romantic relationships if you don't trust that person with like everything you have and your whole life it's like it's i mean it's it's never going to work yeah well and like if and if there is any parents listening i think from the teenage perspective i think like i think it, like 
like with anything, I think you need to first of all try to understand where they're coming from. Yeah. Because like maybe they're not maybe they're not communicating the best to you. Maybe they're communicating in a way that you're seeing as acting out, but really they're just looking for some type of attention in some type of way. Definitely. And again, we're not trying to be parents here. That's totally not. I think I'm just trying to feel like, okay, like maybe I've done something acting out because I want attention from my parents. But they've looked at it from a view of, oh, this is what he's really going for. Yeah. Because like we even notice that in friendships, right? It's like, okay, he did that. That might have been him trying to hurt me, but why did he really do that? Yeah. Was it him because of I did something to him and he's trying to get payback? Like, I always like try to put myself in the other person's yeah. shoes for a second. I mean, everyone, no matter what they do, no matter what type of reaction they're they're trying to receive. Stuff you do, you do it to get some sort of reaction from someone. Yeah. Whether it's a good reaction, whether it's a bad reaction, whether you're trying to drive them crazy, you're always trying to get something out of the person you're talking to or dealing yeah. with. Like, if it was a good thing and you were doing a nice thing for someone, you're expecting a reaction of gratitude. Right. If it's, you're doing something mean to someone who you're trying to hurt, you're expecting them to be hurt, like, yeah, visibly. Ex expectations, totally. Um, And that's where it's tough when it comes with parents and kids, because... A kid could be trying to explain something that they've done um, and they're trying to get a reaction from their parents, trying to get their parents to trust them or like accept them. Yeah, totally. Sometimes that will happen. Sometimes it will. Um, and that's probably where a lot of miscommunications come with parents when they, the parents see their kids trying to say something, but they read it in a different way. Yeah. And like, I totally understand why some parents don't trust their teenagers because they yeah. are doing things that go behind their backs. And so not saying that every teenager is perfect because me and Josh aren't perfect ourselves. But I think another thing is like at the end of the day, you need to remember that it's two human beings both having feelings. Yeah. Like just as they can hurt you, you can hurt them. They might be able to hide it better. Yeah. That's Honestly. the truth. They might be able to hide it better. But at the end of the day, if you were doing something mean spirited, chances are it hurt them. And you know, maybe as the parent, they have to kind of take the be the bigger man there and be like, yeah, I'm just going to walk away from this situation. And so like, yeah. I think like, just as we want them to understand us, you need to try to understand them. For because sure. I, like we're both humans with both complicated. And I'm not saying this, like I get this right all the time. Like I totally fall into the boat of uh, forgetting that like, they're not perfect either. Definitely. Cause if, if you kind of like no relationship with another human being, is two people are perfect. And when, if you think one of them is perfect, it's usually because they're hiding it pretty well. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think just trying to like, think about it. Like, I don't want to say think about it like a friendship because it's not, they are a more responsible person in your life. So I don't think, and you know, what's funny is like, sometimes when you do see, um, parent and teen relationships, when they're on equal playing grounds, that teenager usually ends up being more disrespectful because yep. they haven't grown up with someone that they need to respect. Yeah, exactly. Like if you, if you grow up not having to respect your family or your parents, then you're never going to, like, you're never going to be able to respect them. Like if you don't have discipline or like rules set in place when you're a kid, then you're, you're going to end up rebelling. Right. Cause I mean, you and your parents are equal human beings, but they're an authority in your life. So you're not an equal playing field. Yeah. It's not like what I say to them, they have to do. And what they say to me, I have to do like they, I do have to do it. Yeah. Like that's the thing is it's like, and I think people like, and you know how parents are going to parent is different. So there might, that might work for you guys. And like, we're not, again, this is all opinion based, which is not right or wrong. Like we always say. Um, but yeah, I hope that kind of, I hope that kind of gave you guys yeah. a sense of what you were Winning on that topic. What gonna, do you think? I'm going to add in a quick quote. Yeah. You can never expect trust if you don't deserve trust. Mm. So if you've done something where 
you know that you don't deserve your parents or the people around you to trust you, then don't go at them expecting trust. Yeah. Because then you're just going to get hurt. You're just going to realize that like, oh, if people aren't trusting me, then I should, I should try and fix it. In the, in the, in the first place, you need to be able to do something. So let me rephrase that. Yeah. You need to like, you'll never be able to gain anything if you don't deserve it. And I think good parents do actually give you stuff when you don't deserve it sometimes. Definitely. Because that's what a good parent does. They're yeah. like, like when they decided to have a kid, they stepped into something where they took on responsibility. Now, whether or not they've played it out the best way or not, good parents, like my parents give me stuff all the time that I don't deserve. Yeah. I don't actually deserve half of what they give me. Now there's food, water, a, a bed. That I would say like as a human yeah. being in a household, I deserve it. But my parents giving me birthday presents, Christmas presents, like none of that is actually stuff I deserve. Yeah. I, the quote is very true. I'm just like thinking I was so like. No, definitely. Like the stuff we get isn't like a birthright. Yeah, totally. It's not something that we were, you look if you drink. Yeah, where is behind it? your computer. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the stuff we have, we don't, we're not, what's the word? Um, we're not entitled to it. Totally. We, we're not entitled to the stuff we have, but if you're trying to get something like respect or trust, you need to be able to deserve it, to be able to like require it. 100% agreed. And you just brought up something that I really want to talk about. Entitlement. Ugh. Now it's something that our generation is very heavily involved in. We... I'm talking we as in behalf on the generation, not just me, because I yeah. am sometimes entitled. So oh, yeah. not coming at it for if I'm perfect, but all these kids, no. It we our generation, because we're in such a um I, I wanna say versatile but ever changing time. Yeah. We kind of fall into we kind of fall into the thing of like, yeah, I do deserve that. The end of the day, we don't. It's called entitlement. Yeah. And I feel like I've been able to catch on to it at a pretty young age and not going to say I'm perfect because I definitely fall into it. But when I see it, especially with the parent-kid relationship, it honestly makes me pretty sad. Very sad. Because it when you see a parent trying their best and the kid is like, I deserve more, that for me is just so hard to see. It really is because you see the parent doing everything they can to provide for their kid. And then the kid being like, well, this isn't enough. I deserve this instead. Then it's just like, well, what do you expect? If you know that that's the best your parents can do, then why would you even try to like, I know it makes me so sad. I, and like, and I've done it. And that's the second part. Yeah. Like, I fall into that. And so like, I think, I think it's not about being perfect. I think it's more about acknowledging when you're doing it and if you've done it. Yeah. Because when you come at it with the thing of, oh, I've never done that, well, chances are you have. So it's actually better to be in a mindset of like, I've done that. I acknowledge when I do it so I can change. Yeah. Compared to, oh no, all those kids are entitled. I never have been. Because at the end of the day, we all have. We've Everyone's all, been entitled. We've all had that thought of, ah, I deserve that. Yeah, definitely. You don't. <laughs> I mean, there's... There's nothing wrong with believing that you deserve something. And I'm not trying to like yeah, disagree yeah, with no, what you yeah. said. There's nothing wrong with believing that you deserve something. But when it's something that like, if you're given something from someone, especially from your parents, and you take it in with the mindset of, oh, I should be getting something more than this. Or I, I that's should wrong. be getting this. Like yeah. this is normal. No. Yeah. Like. I think if you like, if you like full heartedly believe like I've worked for this or like it's my birthday and I deserve this, I think that's normal. Yeah. 
for sure. And good. I think where it becomes a problem is just sort of like, my parents give me this. And I'm like, yeah, I deserve that. Yeah. Or like, yeah, they should be giving me that. Yeah. Instead of looking at it like from a sense of gratitude of where like, I deserve this and I'm really glad I got it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Definitely. I don't know. I, th- I, thought, I hope that's No, that makes sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. Before we get into the next yeah, thing yeah. we talk about, we're going to do a new segment we like to call Water Checkpoint. So everyone at home, you can pause the video. Don't pause it. We're, we're going to be chatting while we do it. So that's true. We'll, we'll wait. Who's you, this inspired by? What's his name again? This creator um, YouTuber that I have been watching recently named Wadzi. So shout out Wadzi. Um, everybody, shout out our Australian fan base. This yeah, definitely. Australian. Everyone at home will wait. We will go grab a cup of water and we'll all take a sip together. Let's, we'll let's do the Jeopardy. <laughs> all right, guys, I'm going to be sipping. This is not water. This is, okay, have you seen those ice drinks? You guys yeah. are supposed to be drinking water right now. As I'm talking, still be drinking, like chugging the whole thing. You know, this ice, this is basically a bigger version, way less sweet. Very good. It's called Vizu. I got the, the orange mango today. What do you see? The exact on? same branding mm-hmm. as ice. Um, water. H2O. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed that water break. Um, Stay hydrated, everyone. I really wish we could expose who goes to this, but I, we're not going to. Just in case just we in record case, it after yeah, yeah. Just in case you release this and then he gets back to us and then he never does again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's pick up another one. Another okay. one off the Instagram let's, list. Let's look at the Instagram We're going to save some of these because we're going to shoot a Q&A after this, but one other like topic that we could talk about for a minute. I mean, there's a really, really... Read the really, really good one. The one at the top that we were talking about just before we started recording. Read it. The joke one? Yeah, I think that's a good one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, should Christians choose their entertainment? Hmm. So, guys, next time you're going to write an Instagram question, be a little bit more descriptive because we want to talk on that, but I have no idea what it means. What do you think it means? Uh, like, okay, they're talking about Christians like as a religion. Yeah. Um, me, as a Christian, I feel like I do deserve to choose which TV show I watch on yeah. Netflix, if well, I'm being honest. We, we believe in a religion that gives us choices. Woo, we just talked on your subject. There you go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what um, the question was. We're not disrespecting the question. I just don't get just it. just don't get it. Anyways. Um, what's that, like a chunky one that we could talk about for a minute? Bass fishing? So here's the thing. I'm a terrible fishing... I've got uh, one fish in my life. Very really? proud. Yeah. But yeah. All right, cool. What's like a good um, one, actually? Like a good one that we could talk on for you guys and if you guys are not following us on instagram at juvie podcast you guys can go check it out there um we're always looking for subjects and topics for you guys to ask us questions about just pick one of them what do you think okay this is a question that actually came in from your mom okay what are the top three things you value in your life the second one should we go back and forth yeah each one yeah well family yeah agreed cool what's your next one (laughs) Um, actually let's just say like human relationships so you yeah, know yeah, like family, family girlfriend friends, yeah, like yeah. right I think it should be human um, relationships yeah well I mean um, God human relationships okay what's like a, okay I think the third one should be like a, a material thing uh, food I'd say oh mm, I value do I Hmm. Well, like, what does value mean? This is a good one. Like, Where are you? <laughs> like, does it mean like you can't live without it? Or it's like, not three things that like we're thankful for it's the three things that we value the most so like okay. obviously we're thankful for family we're thankful for friends we're thankful yeah. for god what do you value that you have in your life more than anything okay well like aside from the basic answers because okay. everybody knows okay, everybody so those values would that. be my top three okay now like restarting the list yeah okay um i think like different cultures is yeah. one of them traveling Okay, what's yours too? Um, I value self-expression in clothing. Mm. That's good. 
because I know that a yeah, lot what's of, that mean? Like being able to have your own identity in the clothes you wear. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like being able to express your clothing. Because not everyone gets to do that. Yeah. That's like the truth is. That's crazy. I'm very glad we live and have been brought up in a religion where... Totally. No disrespect to any religions that no. have to, because I get it. It's a fully religious thing. Yeah. You do you. I'm very glad we were brought up in a religion where we can be expressive in what we wear. Totally. Rather than... Like, when we, we've grown up with an expressive household, both of our parents being yeah. entertainers and all that. Yeah, so. that's definitely helped. That's helped. Sure. Um, I mean, I do value food a lot because I am a chef. Yeah, that's true. It's, oh, it's I just don't been, know food It's been like, the majority of my livelihood from... Dude, I, maybe I'm having an entitled mindset right now. I'm saying food is deserved. <laughs> well, I mean, it should be. Everybody deserves food. Deserves it, but the reality is not everyone... Yeah. Like, okay. My third one, I'm going to say different cultures, traveling. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I don't know. What's your third? You say food? I only said two. Did I? Did I not? No. Mm-hmm. What do I value in life? Dang, you guys, my mom really hit us with a deep one on this. Like, I mean, the one thing I'd value in life more than anything is just all the relationships I have. Yeah, same. So I, I guess I, that I, takes number one. We've spot. given you like twelve. Yeah, so there you go. Um, this one's pretty good. Okay, has technology changed teenagers' lives? All right, we're gonna wrap up on this question. This is a very good one. It definitely um, has. Yes, the short answer is yes. And we we have an episode that's dropping probably before this, talking about kind of like internet culture and all that. Um, yes. Now, for the better, for the worse. I think for depends, the better depends which way you look at it. If if we didn't have the technology we have now then a lot of things in the world will be different in good ways and bad ways. Yeah. Um, I think this isn't just for teenagers. This is just technology in general. general. Um, we will talk on teenagers, but yeah, for now. The medical advancements that there is in the world right now would not be possible without the technology we have. So yeah. that is a huge bonus. I think legitimately since we've been able to save lives, that puts technology into a good pool. Definitely. Now, with any good thing, people use it for bad. Yeah. With any, I would say actually with any powerful thing, people use it for good and bad. Now, Technology is very powerful. So we've seen it used for very good, yeah. saving people's lives, being able to make these chips. And then there's online hate, the black market, like yeah. terrible things like that. People and also so, trying to use the Neuralink chip technology for evil. Right. So I, I think I think the short answer is technology is powerful. And when something's powerful, it can be used for good and bad. Yeah. Now with teenagers specifically, like I think they're kind of asking like, do you think it's made them more lazy? Like I'm just going to try to. Yeah. Um, um, in ways, Definitely. But technology has also become quite a career mm-hmm. for literally, I don't know, the majority of people The only alive. reason we can say something called working remote is because of technology completely. Yeah. Like, a lot of people will look at professional streamers or esports um, athletes. I, I wouldn't say athlete, but I, I don't know. Oh, Sorry. did um, Josh just... <laughs> okay. Um, We're not cutting that up. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> Do you consider them an athlete? No. <laughs> well, we'll... Go- all right. Anyways, <laughs> uh, my bad. Um, uh, yeah. So it's it's built up like yeah. Okay. What's the definition of athlete? I want to talk about this now. Okay. W- look up the like. What's the actual definition? Sorry, guys. We we switch because when it comes to our brain, we just talk about it. I hope you guys are on the same. If you guys want to continue to talk about technology, leave it in the comments. We'll do a full episode on that. What is the definition of athlete? A person who is proficient in sports and other forms of physical exercise. Physical exercise. I'm sorry, but your mouse and your keyboard. No. Yeah. I think what you do, I am not knocking it in any no way, way of talent Definitely and not. skill. I just, we just read you. Physical performance? What did it say? Physical. Uh, physical exercise. 
A person who's proficient in sports and other forms of physical exercise. That's not. I love playing games. I play games. It's great. It's great. I, I'm we're not, not knocking, knocking at all. In any skill. I just don't think or profession. I just don't think playing games is is a sport. I think you call it like well, they're saying esports because electronic sports, right? Yeah. But that's playing like sport video games. That doesn't make what you're doing a sport. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on Josh's side on this one. I don't think they're athletes. Please come at us in the comments if you disagree. I don't think they're athletes. Is what I want to say. Mm-mm. I just don't. All right, we're gonna save the rest of these for for the next episode. Leave it in the comments. Do you guys think EA Sports athletes is a thing? So we're, we're I just looked up our game as athletes. Okay. Um, pro we- pro esport players are athletes. Change my mind. Okay, read a little bit out of the article. Okay, let's have a let's look. See. See you guys, this we're, is trying, by, we're trying to understand all the sides. This is by PCGamer.com. Okay, it's probably reliable. Um, okay, where is the thing? What defines a sport? Uh, Collins Dictionary, sports pegs as competitive leisure activities which needs physical effort and skill. Boom, that just proved it wrong, right? Well, skill, physical effort, it, I don't, does it have physical uh, it effort? It depends. If you like consider like... Like physical effort. Cambridge Dictionary similarly defines sport as a game, competition, or activity needing physical effort and skill that is played or done according to rules for enjoyment and or as a job. It's like, as soon as you say physical effort, everything else cancels out in my book. What qualifies as an athlete? Okay. It's yeah. no secret that pro esports player train hard. They, told, they toil daily just like any other athlete in order to hone their skills. And they compare professionally for a prize. Um, all these things should put them in the running to be held as athletes, right? But by the logic that follows, should my engineer friend who trained, toiled, and competed in a robot wars like contest at university not also be considered athletes? Right. They spend hours hunched over their machines, focused and sweating all day in a workshop. They train their minds and their reflexes in order to compete and win. Okay. Maybe maybe I'm getting my mind maybe I'm getting my opinion switched. I don't know, dude. I don't think it counts. I think it depends. Would you consider Tommy in it an athlete? No. He's been paid. No. So technically, he's a professional gamer because right. he's been paid. I'm leaving it at. He's I not do not think ninjas are on athlete. And I want to be proved wrong. Truthfully, I do. Honestly, I'd love. But I'd I just, love to hear people's side of this. Being an, a past athlete myself, I'm just gonna say no. All right, guys. Well, that's another Saturday in the books. We we talked about it all. We really got you guys some stuff. Yeah. Um, leave ghosted in the chat for us, guys, because we might be going to record if, if it comes through. But definitely leave guesses as well. Who you think ghosted us? Facts. Leave it. They're gonna know if we ever do it. That's true. We'll we'll say it. Yeah. Well, like, we'll bring it up as a joke. I mean, we might follow him on Instagram. Right. Um, anyways, so um, what can they do? You can like, comment, subscribe. It's free. It's free. Literally, you might as well. It takes you, one second, and you can always you can change always, your mind. You can always do it later. If you guys are listening on any of the audio platforms, download for us. That's the number one way to support us. That's another Saturday in the books. That is a wrap. That's a wrap.